York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And this is going to be a rough one. This is going to be a rough one to break down um, because it's not, you know what, the Knicks, we we like to take, we should be taking care of home court. And at this point, that's not what we're doing. Knicks lose to Cleveland Cavaliers. Pretty good team. Um, pretty good team. 126 to 109 there's no Kemba Walker this game and to be honest I thought with Kemba Walker out and the way these guards attack we might have a better shot of actually winning this game because Kemba Walker was out you know not injured but you know supposed to be rest protocol Uh, he might come back tomorrow versus the 76ers but I thought this might be an easier game for us or at least a more probable game for us to win with him out and boy was I wrong and not only like the way we lost was surprising, you know, because Colin Sexton, who's a guy I was worried about, um, you know, I definitely was worried about Evan Mobley and, and Jared Allen, those guys. But I thought Colin Sexton's speed would hurt us. Colin Sexton, he had an okay game, got injured. But the Spaniard, Ricky Rubio, was the guy who really took us out. Ricky really brought it to us, man. He had a career night. Once again, another player. Another player having a career night from three it was Miles Turner. It was um, Allen, one from the Bucks. Now we got Ricky Rubio, who gives you 37 points and 10 assists on the night. Uh, the dribble penetration, biddle penetration from Rubio was, was killing us all night, man. And I would like to characterize this game as the snowball, the snowball game, man. This is the snowball game. This is a man... Who's not known for shooting threes. Every time he plays us, it seems like he starts to hit a three. Right? But here's the thing. When a guy gets going and you don't take him defensively. When you don't take him uh, seriously defensively from the start. And he starts getting comfortable. And he starts making shots. And he and he's out there like he's in the backyard. Like, it, it gets hard for his teams. It gets scary odds for his team. The snowball could have been stopped when it was pebble size, before it started rolling down the hill. But eventually, that pebble started growing bigger and bigger because we did not take that man seriously. <laughs> and we should have. Rubio, man, he wanted to be a Nick a long time ago. He wanted to be traded here. We already told you what it is. When teams come to the New York Knicks, when teams come to the Mecca, they come into play. There is a target on our backs. So the Knicks cannot afford to take teams lightly. They cannot afford to slack on the defensive end. Right now, the Knicks, uh, 22nd in defensive rating in the NBA. Not a Tom Thibodeau team. Not a Tom Thibodeau stat. Uh, but, like, all in all, it was the defense. It's the defense. Defense is really what did us in. The third quarter, in particularly, really killed us. Like I, I actually rewatched the third quarter. In the middle of the game because I was perplexed. Like, what the hell was happening over here, man? Rubio was involved in, like, every... 
It seemed like it seemed like every bucket in the third quarter, Rubio was involved in some uh, shape or fashion. All right, <laughs> like Knicks all season longs had trouble recovering from double teams and com- and coming back out to shooters, and that's kind of how that's what got the pebble turning into a a, a big meteor size, gigantic snowball going downhill. I think we double. I don't know if we. I don't remember if we doubled Allen. Or 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 Mobley, but we doubled we doubled down low. Evan didn't get back to Rubio. Open three. Again, Knicks in transition have been has been bad all season. We're lower echelon of the league in transition defense. You turn the ball over. Rubio gets the open shot in transition. <clears throat> Another right after that, Rose gets switched on to Rubio, gets picked off. <laughs> He gets picked off. A big recovers, and and then but then you know he blows by the big. Rubio 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 takes advantage again, like Rubio's jumping off, going off double screens, dumping it off the bigs, off the double screen, or <laughs> all night we could not stop penetration from a guy who's like who's been in this league for so long. It, the the point of attack defense was so. Bad that I know Tom is looking at this roster and thinking there's changes that have to be made. And you know what? We saw Grimes today in the fourth quarter for the first time playing his first meaningful minutes of the season. And maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's maybe, maybe it's just a start or something. And even though it might have been too little too late because by that time, that little pebble turned into a, a huge meteorite. Grimes did an admirable job. He challenged Rubio. At that point, he was hot. Rubio had to, like, fall out of, fall out of bounds. He had, to, he had to hit crazy threes. He had to play otherworldly to get those shots off. But I, I thoroughly believe if we would have done that from the beginning... If we would have played adequate defense, we wouldn't have had to send double teams this way that caused the 10 assists. We, we, you know, we wouldn't have to exert so much effort turning back. And then once he got going, that team's confidence skyrocketed. It was too late. The faucet was busted open. The water was gushing out. We could not stop anybody. This team has to learn to have that killer instinct on defense from the jump. From the jump. And once again, I'm a shout out. I'm a shout out to second unit. I'm a shout I'm shouting out. I'm shouting out Nerlens Noel. You all forgot how impactful Nerlens Noel could be. Nerlens Noel gives us the the, the leeway to um, to have a center that can go to the three-point line and recover to his big at the same time. So shout out to Nerlens Noel. Um, Obi Toppin. Who needs more minutes. Needs, absolutely needs more minutes. And that first half. You know. It was unfortunate. It was unfortunate this team. Lost it in the first half. Obi Toppin had 11 points. No he had 7 points in 4 minutes in the first half. And was taken out of the game. Played beautifully. He had fate. 
And Gold, he, he's, he's worked on his dribble handle. He's finishing at the rim with a high clip. Obi Toppin showed us something today. He really did. And at, at the end of the game, he had 11 points in 11 minutes. This is one of those games that I wish Obi Toppin had to play a lot more minutes. Um, unfortunately, you know, the coach got a little bit nervous. And then after the second unit built the lead, it's the lead started to dwindle, and he put Randall back in the game. So shout out to Obi Toppin. Also, I got I to gotta big up Emmanuel quickly, who busted out of this his slump today. Um, it, seems, it seems like once he got two free throws to go, he was he was settled down and he started to hit his shots again. He hit a couple of big threes that brought us back to this game, and he started hitting the floater. He started passing the ball. I felt I felt like Emmanuel started to find his presence of mind on on how to balance taking the right shots and getting his teammates involved. I, I felt like he did a really good job of doing all those things today. Matter of fact, the bench in general did well. The bench in general did well. Because Derrick Rose is the leader of this bench. Derrick Rose is the reason why we have one of the best benches in the league. So when you're looking at this bench after Derrick Rose um, goes to the starting lineup, you start, you start to worry. Where are the points coming from? How is this going to work? You know, and the bench stepped up. Alec Burst had some moments. Obi Topping got some moments, and and uh, Emmanuel quickly got to play a lot more on ball. And for this game, for this game, it worked. Bench points, forty four points, forty four points from this bench, forty four points on this bench, pretty good. That's our usual average from the bench is around forty four points with Derrick Rose in it. So if you t- if you're gonna take a positive from it, good sign. The bench scoring did not lack. On the flip side, you know, the bench had 52. The Cleveland bench had 52 points. But, you know, Ricky Rubio had a career night. (laughs) Ricky Rubio had 37 of those 52 points, (laughs) which is kind of ridiculous, which is super ridiculous. But if you're looking for some good from today's game, it is the bench stepped up when it had to. It played well. You saw some good point guard moments from quickly. Um, you saw a little bit of, you know, Alec Burks had an Alec Burks' game. And you saw Obi, who's really good defensively rotating, who was able to go through the hole with Gusto, had a, a lot of fantastic layups at the rim. And and you saw Quentin Grimes. You saw Quentin Grimes' defense and what he can bring to this team. And this might be the game when the coach starts to look at can Quentin Grimes have a bigger role on the squad? Or if push comes to shove and things aren't happening defensively like Tom wants to, will he insert Quentin Grimes earlier? So I think this is this might be one of those games that might put pressure on some of these starters to um, you know pick up their game. So, I, and, and that's what I have to say about that, you know, because you all saw it. Quentin Grimes' defense, rock solid. And, you know, he hit an air ball on his first three. But you know what? It's his first game. It's, it's pre-game. You know, it's his first game in meaningful minutes. He airballed the first three. No big deal. Second three, in the thick of the, in the, thick of the moment, water. 
water. So we might see more a little bit more Quentin Grimes today. I mean the next game. Who knows? Tomorrow's gonna be another day of the back to back. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be another uh, another back to back game. So we we will see the results of the Quentin Grimes game, the results of uh these Knicks and this game and how Tom will respond when we play the 76ers tomorrow. But um Let's talk about some other things, man. And of course, if you want to call in and you want to, you have some gripes about the game, you want to talk about the good, the bad, or the ugly, you already know what to do. Call 319-527-6241. You see the number right there is in. It's, it's, it's right there in the title, and it's also on the graphic if you want to talk. Knicks with your boy Jay Ellis from the KOT Show. Shout out to my, shout out to my guy Ryan. Shout out to Raw. Um, I think uh, Ryan's going to be out on vacation. Because this is his birthday. He's in Mexico living it up. Thank you. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan didn't want to be here for this anyway. <laughs> Ross should be back tomorrow. I know he has like some birthday obligations with his family. So he should be back tomorrow. Rocking with us for the KOT show. Meanwhile, it's your boy JLS holding it down. Meanwhile, meanwhile, um, Derrick Rose. This, the experiment of Derrick Rose in the starting lineup. Pretty, I mean, listen. If the bench is going to produce at this rate, um, and you know this is only one game, it's gonna, it's only one game. You know, we gotta see multiple games to see if this can be consistent to see if we can keep up this level of production with Derrick Rose in the starting unit. But if the bench can keep up this production, this might be something to look at long term because what did Rose give you today? He first of all, he gave you the pace. The pace of that game sped up. There was a point in that first half he was running by himself. Usually Obi is running with him. So, you know, he's able to get some easy passes. What was happening, though, in that first quarter was um, Fournier was able to get a couple of open shots just because Rose was pushing the pace. And kudos to Randall in that first quarter. He recognized that, that Fournier was hot. Fournier had, I think, I believe, other points in that first quarter. He's able to find him in multiple times in the fast break and get him open shots, too. And also, you know, there was less pressure for Randall to get going on the offensive side of the ball. So he was able to pick his spots a little bit more. And that's the type of thing that we want. We want Randall to have to pick his spots and not have to force it where you feel like you're going ISO Randall at the time. Because you know what? At the time when we had Kemba Walker in, it seemed like he was having problems like converting with Kemba Walker in the pick and roll. It seemed, there was a few times we added like a wrinkle to the offense. We added like... um. I don't remember. I don't know what the name of this play is called. I keep forgetting the name, but it's a play where Kemba is the top of the key, um, a little bit, a few steps under the half court line, and there's two two people setting picks at the top, and he he kind of takes his man left or right and pulls up for three. We've been running that for a few times, but I feel, I feel like teams have scouted that, and it's it's cutting down Kemba's touches, at least the last game, because I feel like he only shot the ball th- about five times last game, even on. In these limited minutes. So with that being said, having Derrick Rose having to, you know, shoulder some of that offensive fluidity, like shoulder some of that offense, it's going to make things easier for Randall. He's going to be able to pick his spots. And I think we saw that tonight. And in the night, Rose had a decent game. Rose had a decent game. You know, 17 points, five assists. On the defensive side of the ball, he was having trouble. Because he got switched on to he got switched on to uh, <laughs> he got switched on to Rubio in that third quarter and he was getting torched. 
But you know, Evan was getting torched earlier before that. So man, like it, it, you, you pick your poison at this point. But you gotta admire, man. I feel like mentally, let's talk about this too. Mentally, another reason I think I like I like Derrick Rose in the starting lineup. There was a point in the game where the shoulders were shrugging. Julius Randle, he he was get, not getting the calls. You all see what happens when Julius Randle doesn't get the calls. He he starts to get boisterous. He starts to he starts to argue, and I kind of feel like the mood of the team shifts when he gets in that mode. And sometimes, like he even kind of lacks on the defensive end. He gets he starts to get into the yelling mode. And as much you know, I'm 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 pro Randall. I like Randall here on this program. He still has to learn to control his emotions. There was a point in the game where Derrick Rose was trying to galvanize the troops. Now it didn't work. It didn't work, but this is what you need in that starting unit sometimes. If Randall is your if Randall can get you the points but is not gonna be your emotional leader, we might need like an emotional leader in that first unit. Kinda like you know, Kevin Garnett's kinda like a Rashid Wallace, kinda like uh um um not Draymond Green from Golden State. You know what I mean? Like you need it emotionally because when, when Randall loses it, because sometimes when things don't go his way, somebody else is going to have to snap him back into place. Somebody else is going to have to snap him back into place. And that somebody might have to be Derrick Rose. And he was the one I felt like he was trying to rally the troops. I saw him to actually clap. He was like, come on, let's get it to go. Come down the court, shoot a three. But then Rubio hit a couple of threes after that, and, and it all went downhill. But this is this is another reason why I feel like maybe it has to be Derrick Rose to galvanize his truth. And plus, you know, Randall has Rose has Randall's respect. He gives Randall the ball easily, fluently, without question. Doesn't even question him at all. Gives gives the ball right to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> Derrick Rose in the starting lineup, I think that's something we have to continue to look at. I'm not. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm not even going to hold you. Especially if the second unit keeps up to the scoring. Also, Evan Fournier. I had high hopes for Evan Fournier in his first half. I thought he was going to have it going. Usually, Evan Fournier struggles sometimes to hit these little mid-range game shots, these little floater shots. He started off the first quarter hitting those. I thought this was going to be a good night for him to have a snap, a snapback game. Scores 11 points in the first quarter. Finishes the game with 15 points. Finishes this game with 15 points. And again, the defense. With Derrick Rose in the starting line, I thought, the, I thought it would litigate some of that defensive pressure. Didn't happen that way. Didn't really happen tonight. R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett was off, man. R.J. Barrett was off. And, and here's what I have to say about R.J. Barrett. Don't you, don't you guys, don't you dare start putting him back in trade scenarios after he had five games shooting 20 points and having a... Um, Scoring twenty points or more, don't don't do it. He had an off night. I saw somebody say his wife blamed it on uh, the bad game on daylight savings time. I was thinking that too, not daylight savings time per se, but you know the early games, those early games. I was thinking maybe the timing kind of threw off the shot or something. But listen, I I wasn't worried initially because the shots he was missing were wide open shots, wide open threes. You know, so I thought eventually it would click, but um, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't really click for RJ. But the thing that I did like that he was doing was the penetration. And kudos to the Cavs. 
the book is out. The scouting report is out on his Knicks, man. If you put the Knicks in the zone for some reason, we we have even more trouble. We shot <laughs> we shot thirty one threes today. We be trying to we've been trying to stay around forty. We shot thirty one threes today. When we when we get into that zone, we 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 think less, and we shoot worse shots. Um, at a certain point, the Knicks were getting to the hole at will, and they adjusted. And they adjusted by clogging the paint, playing with the zone. And RJ had to get at one time. I thought this was gonna be an easy night because RJ was getting to the line and whatever he wanted to, get to the zone. And so was Derrick Rose. But um, kudos to these Cavs and this coaching staff, man. These guys are fighters. They they fought back. I'm not worried about RJ as usual. I think he's gonna have a bounce back game um tomorrow versus these 76ers. Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson, man. Mitch. Eight points, five blocks, seven rebounds, and an assist. This is this. Mitch tried his best to clean up a lot of the mistakes that was being made at the perimeter. It was just putting too much pressure on the kid. Way too much pressure. The thing is, he only played 16 minutes. And this is a testament to how well Noel is playing. But he did his he did his he did his damnedest, man. Like here's the thing. I know we're asking Randall to do a lot, but we're gonna have to find a way to litigate um the problem of these guards penetrating to the hole at such a high level. And it might it we might have to gain rebound. I think one of the biggest problems we had was gang rebound after the penetration. When if Evan Mobley is not a threat and you're and Randall, you're guarding Evan Mobley, and these guards are penetrating and getting rebounds or catching lobs, I think at that point you have to adjust, and Randall can't just be hanging around like the the mid range area. He has to help on the boards. He has to help on the boards, or he has to help rotate to these bigs down low because that play was happening over and over again, man. Especially with Rubio, I feel like that was a big thing. For this team where we, we should have made the adjustments after the breakdowns. Rubio's 10 assists killed us. I mean, all in all, Randall had, a you know, statistically 19 points, 41% from the field. Uh, Three-point shooting, not, you know, not so good. But, like, he was hot and cold. He was hot and cold. You can tell Randall wanted this game. But you, I could also feel like he was gassed. He played 36 minutes on the night. He started out the third quarter playing really hard and looking like he wanted to make that comeback and that playoff push, that, that playoff push, the comeback push. Because the first play of the game, he overplays the pass lane. He smacks the ball out of bounds out of Evan Mobley's hands. And I think <laughs> the speed of the game deflated him. And he was just he was just gassed at some point, man. And I think this is the reason why... Tom has to kind of be not be afraid to play Obi more minutes sometimes. And maybe he was scared of this matchup because of the size difference of Mobley. Because, you know, Mobley is so big and long. But sometimes when Randall gets in that mode when he's emotional and he's gassed and he gets because I feel like at the, you know, about the five or six minute mark, he was just gassed in the third quarter. It might be time to bring Obi back in and have him play even more minutes. Especially the way he was playing today, man. We have to find more minutes for Obi, man. It's imperative. Maybe this, maybe this is the wrong team to find that matchup to do it. 
But we have to find more minutes for Obi. For, for Mobley. I mean, for Obi. Three-point shooting. <laughs> Three-point shooting in general. This team is built to um, be a better three-point shooter. We've had games where we've already broke the, broke the record for three-pointers, and now it seems like we're backsliding. Uh, missing Kevin Kemba Walker might be one big reason. He was number one in the league at shooting threes at one point. That could be that, that can take a hit for us. Derrick Rose, he's you know I'm not complaining, but with with the switching with the switch up of the minutes, with the back to backs happening, with um, Kemba missing some games, we might have to keep an eye on that three point shooting to see is it going to be at the level we thought it was going to be in the first three games. So that's I'm I'm keeping an eye on that as the season progresses. Because as teams figure us out, it seems like I know our goal was to shoot 40 threes a game and still shoot them at a high clip and still shoot them from the corner. But I think we're starting to get away from that a little bit as these games go along. And you know what? Let me look at the charts, too, because the, the charts kind of tell a story. Like, we, you know, Tibbs likes the corner threes. I've definitely noticed over the first few games... A lot of our threes have been from the elbow and from the top, not necessarily the corner. I know that's a, you know that's not the Tom Thibodeau way. Usually, you know, RJ is the corner three guy. So I mean, I, I think we're getting away from the game plan. But at the same time, we have guys who like to make that elbow three and, and less that corner three. So maybe maybe we're just adjusting to our personnel. But I'm keeping an eye on where the threes are coming from, and I'm going to keep an eye on the three point rate. And I'm gonna keep an eye to see how how are we going to do offensively as teams start to figure us out on that side of the ball. Because right now, as of today, the Knicks are number four in offensive rating, and I want to see if that can keep up as things go on. As things go on, as teams start to figure us out, as teams start to scout scout us. Because at the beginning of the season, they you know, Evan Fournier and Julius Randle had that dribble handoff play. That was a staple in the first two or three games. Teams started to figure that out. Now you don't haven't seen it anymore. Same thing with uh, Kimball Walker um, shooting off the three off of those picks. I don't see that anymore either. So as this game progresses, I want to see how this team shapes out on the offensive rating. If we're able to stay at top four at this point. But yeah, salute to the chat, man. Salute to that. This is a tough game to watch. Congratulations. Everybody who's watching right now, y'all the real MVP. Y'all the real Knicks fans. All 82 out here. Gunshots to you guys, man. We'll be here. Win or lose, y'all still Knicks fans. We still here. At the end of the day, I'm going to say this is still a winning record. We still have a winning record. We have a chance to beat these 76ers tomorrow. And, and you know, redeem this. We, we Maybe, listen, the 76ers matchup. That might be a favorable matchup for us. You already know they're going to come for blood tomorrow because, you know, they lost to the Knicks and, you know, they lost to us. So you, it's very hard to beat teams two times in a row, especially especially when the game was, you know, in recent memories. It wasn't a long time ago when we beat the 76ers. Um, but so it might be a dog fight tomorrow. It might be a dog fight, but we have a chance to win. We have a chance to win. Shoot. It's crazy because even Tom, at one point, he took the, he took uh, he took Randall out early. 
He took Ren. <laughs> Usually he plays these guys to the bell. Who actually took them out when Taco fell? When Taco Fall came in, he took out the starting unit and Randall these guys. So maybe he's taking tomorrow's game seriously. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but the phone lines are still open. Three one nine five two seven six two four one. If you want to talk Knicks basketball, man. Otherwise, we could I could just read off the comments, shout you guys out, and you know get ready for this game tomorrow because we will be back to talk. Knicks versus 76ers tomorrow. All right? All right. But shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show, man. Gunshots for you guys. Crazy game. Roller coaster game. Game I thought we could win. I'm not even going to lie. I knew, and I, I, I didn't take this, this cast. I didn't take them too lightly because I already knew what they could do. I already saw Evan Mobley. I already knew, I already knew Garland was playing better. I know these guys are playing better, but I thought we still had a chance to win. I thought we still had the horses to do it. And it just happened to be that it took Ricky Rubio to have an out-of-his-mind career shooting night to do with it. Like, that was crazy. That was, you got you to tip your hat off to that man. You got to tip your hat off to that man. But shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to Brooklyn Bitch. I mean, Brooklyn, sorry. Excuse me. Brooklyn Butch. My bad. Shout out to Brooklyn Butch. Shout out to Craig Ward. Shout out to Fritz Alessindor. Shout out to Charm Boy 72 Abel. Shout out to Antoine, Sunil, Henry, Sammy TV. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT. Shout out to my guy, Eric Nuggy Fresh in the building. Shout out to JT Reddick. Says salute KOT. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show, man. Win or lose, we still here all 82, man. Breaking now these games for you as only Jay Ellis can, man. I don't have my gang with me today, but I, if y'all don't know, I've been doing this for a while. I I started off doing post game shows. First of all, I had the podcast with my guys, with you know, Edson, Sean, K, Steel, Ryan, G in the building. Back in the Davis in the garage, but I, I started. I was doing post games on Instagram, Dolo, for a while before I was got it on YouTube. So, it, you know, it, it ain't no thing, man. It ain't no thing. Jay Ellis doing his thing, Dolo. But hopefully we might have our guys, uh, some of the guys, maybe Ro will be back tomorrow. And I know Ryan, he'll be back at least at the end of the week to talk some next basketball. Shout out to Wooden Mena. Gunshots to my guys. This is a 499 Super Chat. Says KOT with my KOT snapback on. Love the KOT fam. Shout out to you, Wooden Mena, man. Shout out to Wooden Mena rocking with the KOT snapback. I'll let you go. He's watching the KOT show with the snapback. That's love right there. That's love right there. Snap back on. I got my snap back on too. It's just backwards today. <laughs> but best believe this is the KOT snapback. And I'm going hold on a second. Hold on. A second. Just in case. If you want to get your KOT snapbacks, you already know what to do. Here, go to nickatonshow.com slash catalog to get your KOT snapbacks. Alright? Nickatonshow.com slash catalog to get your KOT snapbacks. Get yours today. All right. All right. Well, no one's calling in. I don't think anybody's calling in. If no one's going to call in, I'm, I'm going to end the show, man. I get it, though. Everybody's emotional. I'm going to let you guys know, though. Like, if I was, if I didn't have to do this show, I'd have been in my home. So I'd have been at home sulking. Sulking. You know how crazy it is? How hard it is to do a show when you, t- when you pissed? <laughs> I'm emotional. I'm a real, I'm a real fan. I'm a real fan. But shout out to everybody who's rocking with the show, man. And thank you for the support. <laughs> All right. But that is the show. It's going to be a short one. 
We'll definitely be back tomorrow. Keys to the game tomorrow. I'm looking to see if Kimber Walker is gonna is going to play. That's for sure. I'm looking to see if Kimber Walker is gonna play. I'm looking to see if quickly can actually turn this game around and turn his season turn his season around offensively. Because he's been doing a lot of things right. Um, except shooting. He's been, you know, playmaking has been all right. He had a, a really, really nice pass to Randall. I think that might have been my, my, uh, oh. my ooh play of the day. On a fast break, like the look off pass to Randall for the easy two. Really nice pass by quickly. I w I'm looking to see if he continues that play. I'm looking to see if Obi Toppin continues to score at this rate because he looks really comfortable. And he's been finishing it at the basket. With regularity, I'm loving this touch in the basket. He kind of little finger roll adjusted in the air. I love all that stuff. I want, I want, I don't want to see him shy away from contact, but I love what I'm seeing from Obi Toppin. Not settling for the three point shot all the time, but taking it to the hole and adjusting and keeping that mo and keeping his motor, keeping his motor. I want to see this ro defensive rotations. I want to see how much leash does Evan Fournier have on defensive end of the ball. And whether Grimes will start to see more minutes trickle in. Because believe it or not, Grimes, if RJ did not have a bad game today, we would not have seen Grimes at all. It would not have been Grimes time if RJ Barrett didn't have a bad game today. Because all we had, all we started to see was more, was, was, uh, more Alec Burks. <laughs> That's all we started to see. So I'm looking to see if Grimes starts to make an appearance earlier if the defense falters because like i said in summer league tom might be forced to for tom might have to force his hand if he feels like he has to force his hand to get some defensive energy uh in these lineups he would and that lineup you know that lineup at the end was interesting it was like Derek rose emmanuel quickly with grimes and randall and Noel, that was an interesting lineup. That was an interesting lineup. And it's a, it's a lineup that seems like it might need some more work. Um, I feel like Randall, even in, in, in that like closing lineup, I, I, I was kind of tired of Randall. And maybe, you know, maybe he was just tired, but I felt like after sitting down towards the end of the game, he, he was a little bit lackadaisical defensively for me. In the end of the game. But that's that's a whole other story I just thought about. But it's going to be interesting to see if that lineup is going to be used again in certain situations. Because it's kind of a mix of the, of the, the bench and the second unit. Offense, defense. It kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Especially if things are clicking on all on solo. Because I've been loving the way Quickly's been playing defense. And it's funny because Quickly's always been a defensive guy in college. So a guy shouldn't be super surprised that he's playing de pretty good defense now because he's been a defensive person. He he hasn't had the 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 length and the you know the strength to be like a defensive guy, but he's always had that tenacity about him. P Picks for Timmy says quickly or Burks to the starting five. In my opinion, that's something to look at. That's something to look at because even it's funny because even though you know 
Burks has a herky jerky game sometimes. He's sometimes he's off, sometimes he's on. But his his even Burks' defense has been way better. Way better than usual. And way better than anybody else, other, any other guards in that first unit too. So, you know, I you gotta give it to Burke. He's been pretty pretty high defense. Shout out to Tell Alejandro. I see you, my guy. Shout out to you in the chat, man. But I'm looking for that. I'm looking for, to see if Grimes is going to get some minutes tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, man. It's definitely been it's definitely been suspect. I'm I'm looking for that, and I'm looking to see how Randall responds. And I'm also looking to see if Mitch can repeat his performance against uh, <laughs> Embiid tomorrow. He did a pretty good job the first game. Embiid still, you know. He's battling, you know, he's battling his uh, health. He's he's battling conditioning. But I'm looking to see if Mitch can hold his own against Embiid again tomorrow. Or if Embiid takes that game personally. Yeah, man. To that exactly. Shout out to tell, me, tell him Alejandro in the chat, man. Letting me know. He says he wants McBride, first of all. And he says 76ers, Bucks, and Lamelo, and Lamelo coming up Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, this week is a hell week. This week is a hell week. So we got to strap up and get ready. This is going to be a week. The rally is the East has gotten better. These Cavs teams used to be, these Cavs teams are no chumps. But the Knicks aren't chumps either. So it should be a good NBA season. The East should be a battlefield. I'm um, looking forward to this week. I want to see how we are. The Bucks are still kind of undermanned, but they're going to want revenge. 76 is going to want revenge as well. And, you know, Charlotte has always been tough. Charlotte gave us problems last season. LaMelo has been you know, on another level. And they got their they got their man back from last season who was injured, so it's going to be a battlefield this week, man. It's going to be a battlefield this week. So definitely tune in. Tomorrow, all right, it should be me and Raw tomorrow. I'll be back talking Knicks basketball. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Shout out to Tom Alejandro in the chat. Picks for Timmy. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT Show. This is Jay Ellis. You already know where to find us. Find us at the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Tom Show on Instagram and Facebook. And you already know, go to the blog, go to the Nick Show.com. To catch these blogs, catch the, the comic, and also catch the KLT snapbacks. And shout out for Will Mena, who's rocking the KLT snapback as he's watching the show. So shout out to you, my guy, Will Mena. All right? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We back, baby. It's not the end of the world, guys. I mean, it's not the end of the world. We're still in the thick of it. Let's get this W tomorrow back to back. You know we're going to be ready. The good thing about the NBA is these games come fast. So you pissed off tomorrow, you pissed off today, you get that win tomorrow. Let's get back tomorrow, all right? That is our show. Shout out to the community. And as always, shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, man. All right? That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams. N-N-N-N-N-Y-C.